There you go. Open the beer. Ah. We're here. Tom, after party. Season two is done. This is a wrap. See how how are you, man? You good? He's drinking a beer. So what? Oh God! He's not drinking a beer. Fucking yes. Had a shot of fireball whiskey out of of nowhere. Out of the bottle. Oh yes. After party has started, man. Beers opening. (laughs) Oh right, okay. You see what I'm doing, buddy? It's an after party. So you're getting the whiskey and coke on the go. How much fish shall I put in? All of it. All of it? <laughs> no. Oh, he's done it. There's a good there's a good chunk of whiskey left in that bottle. Wow. Not anymore, baby. You're not fucking about tonight. This is good. I like it. I'm going to get shit-arsed. I'll fall off my chair. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, to... Proper cunted. <laughs> the season two of that 8-Bit Shit Show after party. This is where we talk about what's happened on the latest season of the shit show. And uh, it's been a really good season. So to explain, There's not to- enough space for me, Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> to explain to you guys who, who don't really, uh, who haven't listened to much of the show, and want to know a bit more about what uh, what this show is. So Tom and I decided um, about sort of twelve months ago now to to set about cataloging the history of games one game at a time. Um, we actually decided to set about and get pissed and play games. That was the initial plan. <laughs> And, and the disguise it is doing something. And out of the dust, <laughs> the shit show was born. Uh, and it's <laughs> what a legacy! It's been a wild ride so far. So, and I think it's just been getting better and better. Um, so each week, it's we'll, true, and we'll be dead soon. And what I want to do is get it as good as we can before we die. Before we die. Oh man, someone just cancelled my meeting for tomorrow morning. Let's get the rest of the whiskey out. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together on that party. Um, so each week we'll get together and we'll, we'll pick a game um, that we want to look at and review and also delve into the background, what, why that game is important in its own moment in time, what else was going on in the gaming at that moment in time. And then each week we'll give you a, a preview show on YouTube called Unplugged to show you some of the game. And then the week after that, we'll then dive into the game and give you all that background information. So that's basically what we do here. And um, it's bit, yeah, as I said, season two has been great, Tom. How have you found it? I've loved it. I think we've we've done twenty five games. <laughs> no, you'd be right. That's fucking dope as hell. Um, I like the document here. You clearly we we plan these out very very well normally, but this week you've gone intro and then underneath you put welcome etc. <laughs> yeah, well, ad lib. It's after party. You don't you don't you don't sort of set out exactly how a party's going to go. Right at three at seven fifteen, guests arrive. <laughs> The games um, that we've played have been great. The show's metamorphosized into what it is, where we, we started off with this, we're going to just f- almost coin flip random games mm-hmm. out of every game ever made. Then we're going to complete them. <laughs> yeah, that um, was... We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to do all this research and review them uh, every week, from ever, forever and ever, from now on. And... That's that was mental, and now we've gone to like we really curate these lists for a start, and we do, we do think a lot about what we play, and we also think a lot about what we want to say about every game. Yeah, exactly. Whether it be, and and we're not beating every game, like fuck that noise. 
um, we we give a significant amount of effort into everything we do. We're not we don't, we don't do that because we don't want to put the effort in. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, us beating certain games isn't going to deliver a better show to you anyway. But then there have been games that we've beaten that I didn't expect to, like fucking Metal Gear. Yeah, and what an experience that was. So I mean that from from the the opening the tin, I thought this will be one that I play a little bit of, cannot fucking do at all, and then have to YouTube most of it. And it wasn't. It was amazing and played all the way through it. That was one of my highlights of the season, actually. Yeah, that's what the show is about. So um, let's tell you a little bit about what we're going to cover on the after party. So we're going to be taking a look back at season two, what we covered, some of the highs and lows. It feels like a long time ago now that we first started season two. Um, And we also. 13 weeks. 13 weeks has been going. Mm. Show's coming on a year old. Yeah, that's insane, isn't it? That is insane. Um, we'll also look at what we learned during the, during the season. We did that for season one's after party. I think it was good to look back and mm. say, what, what actually happened? What did we learn from the experience? Yeah, I don't know about you, but I learned to love. <laughs> I learned to love. Jesus. This is not a beauty pageant, Tom. Um, we'll also be introducing you to our brand new 8-Bit Shit Show game rankings system. We will be rating all the games that we've covered from season one and season two, best to worst, and this is going to be an ongoing feature going forward for the shit show. So, can we call it? <laughs> Go on. In honor of of um, a life of Brian, the eight bit shit show game wanking. <laughs> Willie's Waddwick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, we can. Okay, that great. is what it's going to be known as. And then finally, we will all... At the end of the the season, we do a good game wanking. (laughs) Which everybody will enjoy with us. And then finally, we'll be looking ahead to season three and bringing you some details of the types of games we're going to look to be covering on that season. So a lot to cover in the show. As you said, Tom, let's dive in and talk about season two. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about the list of games first and then sort of pick a few out to to chat about? So we've covered Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I guess we can flow through these because we're going to go through all the games again for the wanking. Exactly, yeah. So I'll just give a quick quick list of... Let's just, let's just pick out a couple. People have, have got the season you know, there to go and listen to if they want to. Let's let's pick out a couple of episodes that we've really enjoyed. I've shouted out Metal Gear already as my absolute highlight of the whole season. It was a great episode. A surprise. It was one I... Ha- it, was, it was, to me, it was Faxanadu of season one. Yeah, the little hidden gem. Almost. I mean, yeah, I I didn't expect to like Metal Gear in the way I did because I like Metal Gear Solid. That's the game that everyone loves. I thought Metal Gear was like going to be going back to Duke Nukem versus Duke Nukem 3D mm. and just not being, not really having the spirit of the game that I I remember and love growing up. And it was entirely what it what it should have been, and it was great. It was it was really really similar to Metal Gear Solid in a lot of ways, um, which shot me actually i thought it was going to be a completely different experience but did it give you a solid snake <laughs> i wouldn't go that far but uh certainly got me very aroused um so i think for me the highlight it's difficult to say because metal gear was so good but i'd probably go back and i'd probably say tony hawk just going back and rediscovering that man was fantastic oh no they haven't cancelled by me and they've made it earlier Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Put the whiskey away. <laughs> Shit. That's no, all right. Fuck it. But yeah, Tony Hawk, I think, re- rediscovering that and the absolute genius that that game is, even though it's got its, you know, going back to it's quite difficult in terms of the controls and things like that. But oh God, I just love everything about those games. So 
nostalgia. Yeah, it was so cool. Other things to shout out here. Command and Conquer was somewhat of a disappointment, I think. Mm. Uh, that didn't live up. Like it was the invert Tony Hawk just didn't hit invert. Get it? Didn't nice. live up to to how I remember it. And then one of the ones I love looking at Pong and looking at the history behind that and going all the way back to the fifties and bombing Japan. That was <laughs> unexpectedly included in the episode. But um, yeah, that we always tend to have a, a more historical game in the lineup, and uh, that's going to be a feature we're going to keep going forwards. But Pong was was more of a a gaming lecture than it was um, just looking at Pong itself. So, yeah, definitely check that one out. But, yeah, it was, it was a good season. Those, those are some of the highlights and lowlights of season two. Um, I guess what, what have we really learnt from from this this season compared to the first season, Tom? That's a question I'm not prepared for. <laughs> I was going to say I'm not prepared to answer. Like, <laughs> I will not answer that. <laughs> I think what I spoke about at the the top of the show about not having to worry about beating everything. It's about understanding the, you know, where these games sit in gaming history, mm. um, understanding what what made them tick, and and just enjoying them for what they were, or not enjoying them as Wayne's World maybe. And and again, in curating the list, the way because we actually made a couple of changes on the fly, we switched out Resogun for Guacamole too. So yeah, I. I think it was just a refinement of what we did, and it's really coming into its own. I told you the other week I was looking forward to season three because I think we've, I think we've hit the formula we want to keep now. Yeah, we've got that momentum now, and I think we've learnt that putting the prep in early as well really helps during the season. Um, so what we'll tend to do is a bit of a sort of dive into the the inner workings of that eight bit shit show. Is we'll put together the documents sort of well in advance of, of recording, so that gives us the time to actually fully research, so that when we bring the shows to you guys, our listeners, then they're fully prepared and fully researched to bring you as much information as we possibly can, whilst also giving us time to actually go and play the game for ourselves too. Um, so I think that's been a really good formula, and I'm looking forward to taking that into into season three. So, yeah, that's. Um... I also confirmed that Alex kid is fucking shit, <laughs> but I didn't learn that. I knew that it was a bone of contention at the start of the season, but you're probably right. So, game rankings. Then let's move on. To so how probably, do we do this? Do I need to open up a sheet do spread? I think you do. Get that get that sprod sheet open. Well, hold on, I'm going to get a Google sheet. So what we're doing here is we're going to be ranking all 25 games. Um, Live. If you've ever seen Top Gear, where the star in a reasonably priced car, that's how it's going to end up looking. Um, best to worst. And right, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll go through each one and then we'll say basically higher, higher, lower, lower. Exactly. We're going to be posting this on happyogaming.net as a full, full-time feature. Um, so look out for that as and when it gets posted. We'll be employing back-end Matt, our technical guy, to get that Yeah, well, I'm going to get him to do some crazy shit, like so you can click on them and it takes you to the show. It's going to be radical. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think let's, get, let's go through the list in order of the shows that we recorded them and, and allocate them to a slot, and then we can see what we get. So... Altered Beast, Tom. Mega Drive, 1988. Where does that fit? Well, it starts. That's the first one, so we put that in. Are we going to put that? Okay, that's fine. Well, well, that's the only one, so that's in position one at the minute. Oh, we're going to do it like that, so we push things down or up. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we'll go Altered Beast. Cool. Do you want me to share my screen with you so you can see this? That might be very helpful. (laughs) Okay. No, I don't know how... 
oh no, we're using new, we're using wacky new technology. Oh, here we go. Share your screen. Right. Wee. There it is. Okay. So Faxanadu is next. Above altered beast for sure. We're definitely above. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna insert one above and go. Faxanadu. I fucking loved Faxanadu. It was great, wasn't it? It really was a hidden gem as well because um, mm. it's. It's not one. It's not. I wouldn't say it's that well, like renowned, unless you're really into into gaming and retro gaming. Um, but what a fantastic game! What a fantastic RPG! Um, go back and listen to that episode. Aladdin is next. That's above all beasts, but below Faxanadu, right? Yeah, I would say so. Which is crazy to think Faxanadu is that good. It is. As I said, it it really was. It really right, was. That's in position two. Mega Man next. Now this is a tough one. I don't know where to put this yet. Well, I think Mega Man's better than Aladdin. But is it better than Faxanity? Mm. <laughs> exactly. I, I would probably edge to say it is better overall. But Yeah, I think I'm almost like... For Xanadu, I'm kind of nostalgic for it because it was the first great game we covered on this season, so it kind of has nostalgic value to me just associated to the shit show now. Yeah, yeah. It, and that's kind of a personal thing, so maybe we've got to take. I think this. it has to be better. It has to be better. Yeah, it's it's got to be. You look at the Robot Master designs. It's not. It's not a perfect game by a long shot. Willie's Castle is fucking terrible and Yellow Devil, but I think it's it just edges out Faxanadu. It's a game of two halves, that's for sure. Super Mario Kart. Now, I think that comes in between Alt Beast and Aladdin for me. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's it's a it's a really good game and like like we said on the show it like really set the bar for that series in like the fundamentals haven't changed but um, I'm calling this document the game wanking I can see <laughs> excellent <laughs> <laughs> okay here's a here's a good one Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure that's I mean, worse than Altered Beast ultimately yeah horrendous terrible Altered game. Beast was still you can play it. This game is is now unplayable. Uh, yeah, I, I, Altered Beast is not going to be. You know, there's going to be. We're going to play many worse games than that over time. It appears on a lot of people's like worst games of whatever lists. Oh, but yeah, but they haven't. They haven't started. No, exactly. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Tom, Ooh, where does this go? Below or above Altered Beast? <sighs> Hard one, that isn't it. I prefer Altered Beast. Yeah, I think you're right. As it- I like the level design better. I like. I actually dare say it. Like the gameplay better. Less sprinkles. <laughs> less sprinkles. Way less sparkles. Way less uh, kidnapping of children. I'm, I'm going below altered beast. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. So there's Michael... only like two good levels on Moonwalker. The rest is shit. Um, and obviously, as we as this list grows, the discussion is going to be longer for each game. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Shovel Knight, this is a huge one. Does that instantly Ooh, go to number one? Hell. Jesus. Can it? I don't know. Shovel Knight. You... Because it's out. So every season we'll cover a modern retro class, like uh, retro inspired game that's, that's out there. And, and this one was the first one we did. And I, I think it's pretty much nearly a perfect game. It, it is, but you have to consider when these games came out. Mm hmm. Are we considering that? Are we putting them on the merit of exactly how they are if they were all released today? Or are no. we fair and we put it third after Faxanadu? <laughs> I think we have to give each game 
its own sort of let it stand in its own timeline. Um, in that case, in which case it's third Mega Man Fasanadu Shovel Knight for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. What do you think? Do you think it's better? Fasanadu's better. I think in terms of like, can you imagine getting the two, like getting Fasanadu when it first came out, or getting Mega Man today? Yeah. I think in terms of influence and and how what Fasanadu looks as good, and it's thirty odd years old. That's yeah. That's fucking impressive. I'm happy with that rating. I think, I mean, Shovel Knight draws on so many influences. You know, it wouldn't exist without some of the games that we were going to look at and we have looked at. So I think that's... It's one of my favourite games of all time and it was was voted as my game of the generation. So that's how highly I'm ranking the other two. But this is is kind of different, isn't it? This is looking at, like, as I said, we're cataloguing gaming's history and I think we have to give them their own... Merits from when yeah, sure. Because if Mega Man One was first released today, you'd be going, "Oh, it's a bit lacking." Exactly, yeah. But at the time, it was fucking amazing. So, um, moving on, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Why? How low is that? No, is it better than Altered Beast? No. Level one is the only good level, really. I think it's below Moonwalker. Mm. If they'd done with level one what they did, yeah. You know, across the rest of the game, it may be higher, but it's it was a pretty terrible game. Yeah, you said this the other the other day on a, on a, another episode. I, I forget which one, but you said um, <laughs> I'm going to look back in 20 years and think this is a good game <laughs> just because of the first level. Um, I think it has to go below Moonwalker, doesn't it? Okay, it's it's not as one more, and then we'll have a ten. We'll go for our list of ten. So yeah, that yeah. was Bart versus the. Space Mutants. Okay. And then our final game rounding this off uh, for the top, well, current top 10 is Donkey Kong Country. That's Oof. difficult. That's really hard. Um, because Donkey Kong Country is, is, is absolutely phenomenal. It looks stunning. Uh, came out on the SNES in 1994, um, which, looking at it, is just unbelievable. Where I see that sitting to me is it's bang on that third spot shovel night. It is, isn't it? Location. And is it better or, or worse? And I have to say, I actually think it might edge out shovel night. Mm. I I just think the the whole design of the game, although it's it is too long, forget that for a moment. Just the, from a design point of view, it's a beautiful looking game and it plays so smoothly, doesn't it? It's got so much character. Yeah. The music's perfect, the characters are great. The boss battles suck, but I, man, I, that's tough. That's tough as fuck. <laughs> I knew this would be a tough one. I think, I think we could edge out Shovel Knight there again, and this okay, is a, let's do it. Probably slightly let's unfair on Shovel Knight, but but Shovel Knight, you know, it, it got to draw inspiration on all of these. Exactly. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay. So top ten, Tom. So far. Top 10, Mega Man, Faxanadu, Donkey Kong Country, Shovel Knight, Aladdin, Super Mario Kart, Altered Beast, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, Bart vs. the Space Mutants, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. Right, we've got 15 more to go. Let's do it. Any surprises in there? Right, let's have a look. Um, next one up, Robocop vs. the Terminator. Wow. Oh, that's, that's a beast. That, to me, is better than Altered Beast, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not as good as Aladdin. Does it? So it comes down to whether it's above or below Super Mario Kart. It's hard. It's completely different games, aren't they? So what do we look at here? What what are we 
drawing on. Well, if I look simply at if I was to go and play one of them now, it would be Robocop versus Terminator without a shadow of a doubt. I've got no interest in playing Super Mario Kart ever again, really, because there's better super, there's better Mario Kart games I can play. Yeah. Whereas, but is that enough? Super Mario Kart spawned this entire like one of the, the you know one of the best selling games of all time. Mario Kart as a franchise. Yeah, exactly. It's got much more of a an importance in gaming history. There was, there was a ton of games that were like Robocop versus the Terminator, um, which makes me think it goes below. Okay, I, I agree. I mean, I'm a fanboy of that game, but I'm going. I'm going below. Wow. Okay. Interesting. This next one, Tom, is going to be really difficult. Grand Theft Auto, PS1, 1997. Ooh. Shit, son. <laughs> Shit, son. Gee, Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. I don't know where this comes, because, again, it's very similar to Mario Kart in that it spawned a whole series of games, but also, more importantly, spawned a new type of game. So... I think it's well, let's start let's start in the middle, okay? Super Mario Kart. It's better. It's better. Aladdin. It's it's gotta be above Aladdin. It's, it's better than Aladdin, yep. And now Shovel Knight. Shovel... I don't want to keep pushing Shovel Knight down the list. No, but it's gonna go down. I I think this takes number possibly number two spot above Faxanadu and below Mega Man. Mm. Because of the importance of the, the title and actually I really fucking enjoy playing this it's game. It's still again. blazing good fun today. Yeah. Does it edge Mega Man out of the top spot? Oh, I don't know. Do, hmm. I mean, for me, it does. For Personally, for me, it does. But does it really? That's a big question. Well, I personally prefer the game. I prefer GTA all day. Um, but it's just because it's more my type of game. Uh, and if you look at the time difference between those two being released, so GTA was 97 and yeah, Mega Man's 87. Years, so... Uh, it's it's a very difficult one to edge out, but I mean, I think GTA probably takes it for me. Top spot? I I, I contest it. I think it goes below Mega Man. Ooh. I'm mean, I I happy to that, go with like, that. I, I, I think that Mega Man's so important. And don't forget, GTA isn't perfect, but Mega Man almost is. Yeah, except the, um, the obviously the length of the, the final level. But design-wise, yeah. You're right. You are right. It's put it underneath so that's uh gta in second spot not uh not bad um okay now then doom pc fucking hell 1993 now we're throwing out some big names here um, to me that goes above grand theft auto and below oh, Mega Man. like really yeah wow doom doom's a better game than grand theft auto do you think um but the funny thing is, you're looking at this. I'm not even questioning Faxana do Donkey Kong Country Shovel Knight. Like it's, it's clearly better than all of them. Mm, it's just you're is you played a lot more Doom than I did as a kid. Um, so you've got a lot more invested in it in terms of a uh, sentimentality. Um, but I, I suppose taking away I'm a from sentimentalist, that, mate. <laughs> from a design point of view, it's fantastic, and it did sort of change the face of FPS. I would say changed the face of video games entirely. It made it made heavy metal as a genre into a game. Put it above it. Put it in. You're right. Is it number one spot or is it below Mega Man? I'm putting it at number two. I think. Okay. I, I agree with that. That's fair. Cool. Okay. Now then, I don't know what to do with this one. Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know. I don't. I, 
I just don't know. Yeah, because we're biased here. I fucking love Sonic, and I would put it at number one all day. Um, My personal feeling is actually that comes below GTA. Oh, wow. Okay. It's it's certainly not as revolutionary as, as either Doom, GTA, or Mega Man in terms of its design. But it's just. But that it, it could it could it could quite as easily come above Doom. Mm. It actually could me could come above Mega Man, but it's it's clearly not that game. There's some rose tinted glasses going on here. Yeah, there are. I think Sonic Two is actually the better game out of, of obviously. Yeah, the, absolutely. The so, I think I think we 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 have to take off those spectacles for a moment and put it. I th- well, let's look it. at this. It's it's to me, it's better than Fazanadu. Mm. So I think it, it edges that out. So you're into the the, the top four now. So Is I, it a better game than Grand Theft Auto? On balance, I think it probably, possibly is. Yeah, it probably edges it. I think, but I don't think it edges Doom. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm happy with that. Let's put it in at number three, which is a respectable position, I think. Now. I can't believe Shovel Knight's down at seven already. Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? I knew this list would go weird. I th- I, <laughs> I had a feeling this is how it'd go. Um, but there's too many games I want to put at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game is 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 difficult for a different reason. Pong. Where would we be without Pong? But also, it's not a fucking brilliant game, is it? It's it's just not. It. I mean, it, you yeah, but I think Pong it. has to. Like, I would be almost tempted to just whack it straight in the middle it's and then see where it moves to from that it's just it's it's so influential and it's so important but mm. it's not a great game and it and let's be honest that it wasn't new either well no from what we discovered on the show it wasn't like the, the first of its type even so uh i would actually be tempted to shove this down below super mario kart yeah it's got a very very big uh role in the history of gaming. But on this list, I think it's fair to just shove it somewhere in the middle. Obviously, when it came out, it was massively influential. I'm going to stick it down in number nine. Yep. And it's this is one that there's no right answer for this at all. It can't exactly. be relevant where it is on our list. That should be a whole separate list. Exactly. Okay. Command and Conquer, 1995. Ooh, I personally, going back to this, as he said earlier, it was a bit of a disappointment, but I, I think... When it came out, though, as we found out on the show, it it sort of it just refined what this type of genre should be. Following on from Dune, um, it really did define the the sort of uh, RTS genre as it is today. So it's got that importance, the same as Pong has for for video gaming, but the same as GTA has. Where where, where do we put it? Um. Mm. So I I don't have it very high up the list at all. I think it's somewhere down around where Pong is now, nine, ten. I'd probably put it below Pong. Yeah, would you put it below Robocop versus Terminator or above? For personally I would put it above. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Cool. Okay. This is one you're gonna want to put very high up the list, I imagine. Um Metroid. Not as hung up as you might think. I know you're. So a I can Metroid tell you. Out. I can tell you straight away where I would put this. I would put it between Shovel Knight and Donkey Kong Country. Oh, you're pushing Shovel Knight down again. Okay. Okay. I know. You know that... I, perhaps, I perhaps even would put it one below Shovel Knight, to be honest. Mm. 
This is a case of that first game in the franchise. It started something, but it wasn't the masterpiece. No, there's a lot wrong with this game in terms of... Can we put it below... Yeah, like no, no fucking proper map, nothing like that. Like, can we put it below Shovel Knight? Yeah, I think we should. Is it better than Aladdin? Well, I it's think... certainly it, more important. Yeah. It's not a better game. I don't think it plays as well as Aladdin, but it, Aladdin didn't really... It's I would say Aladdin original. had much you know, influence, so... Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Alex Kidd and Miracle World. <laughs> Our most Fucking... contentious game. Where... I would put that lower than Altered Beast. Ooh, fuck. Really? But if you want to compromise, I'll put it between Altered Beast and Robocop versus Terminator. I, I would prefer that. I think it's better than Altered Beast. I, I, I could absolutely not. I could go back and play Alex Kidd way more than I could go back and play Altered Beast. Alright. Go back and Alex listen to the episode. Kidd this was one of our miracle. more divisive games. Because I love it. I actually, I, I, I fucking hate everything about that game. It's an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> it's actually offensive that it exists. Wow. Okay. Jesus. Like, it's not even just about it being bad. I just hate it. It's just weird, and it's a dirty uncle's game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, moving. A game for paedophiles. <laughs> I would like to say that I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's Michael Jackson's Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking right. Okay, next game is Metal Gear, Tom. Whoa. Bum, 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 Shit. Bum. You heard Tom give this some high praise at the start of the show. Uh, Higher than Faxanadu. Higher than Faxanadu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think so, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Does it go above GTA? Yeah. Sonic? Hmm. Like, this was Hideo Kojima's first real uh, hit in video gaming. I think it goes below Sonic because I think it's a little too obtuse and there's a few too many barriers to success. Yeah, there are. You have to really get into this game, whereas, you know... Whereas Sonic, you just pick it up and it's fucking rad from the start. Yeah. I'm Put going place four. High-scoring Metal Gear. Now, the, the, the next one's going to be a piece of piss. Shaq Fu. <laughs> the... Uh... I'm going to put that above Bill and Ted, but below Spark versus the Space Mutants. Yeah, it's fuck. It's a shit game. It's it's awful. There are tens of hundreds of better fighting games out there, even from the time. <laughs> um, Do you want to update on our list? Top yeah, 20 now. Where are we? Okay. Metal Gear, Doom, Sonic. Oh, sorry. Mega Man, Doom, Sonic, Metal Gear, GTA, Fasanadu, Donkey Kong Country, Shovel Knight, Metroid, Aladdin, Super Mario Kart, Pong, Commander Kong, Robocop versus the Terminator. Alex Kidd Miracle World, Alter Beast, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, Bart versus the Space Mutants, Shaq Fu, Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Oof. Interesting. Now, Mega Man is that's holding its place. That's a smorgasbord of games, that is. It is. We've five, five more to go. Um, will any knock Mega Man off the top spot? Will any toss off Mega Man? Well, the next game up will be one to discuss because it's Mega Man 2. No. We said in the episode that it wasn't as good. I actually, you know, I could straight up put this in place too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it should be that. It's an unpopular opinion, Mega Man 2 not being as good as the first. It really is. Yeah, but that's, it, it's down to personal preference at the end of the day. I find... It's our fucking show, so fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But no, I found it a lot less enjoyable to play, simply because maybe the difficulty spike wasn't as high, and I found the level design to be... Not quite as clever, um, 
But I think it has to go. I can't go above Doom or Sonic. I but, would put it between Fazanadu and Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, I agree. Fits in well there. I would even consider dropping it further down below Shovel Knight. Okay. Do you, but I'm happy with... I, I preferred Fazanadu as a game. I thought it was more original. It gave a lot more stutter. And originality is important in this list. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. And that doesn't mean that a sequel can't do it, but... Let's put it below Faxanity for, for now. See where we get to. Man, that's that's going to cause some salty people. <laughs> Probably. Why okay, this is a, it's a fantastic game. Oh yeah, don't don't take this as a look scene. at the look at the the pantheon of games that it is. You know, finding itself enrolled in. It's a it's a really difficult list to rank. Like, I look at I look at this list. Do you know what I think? Go on. I fucking love video games. Man. <laughs> yes. Damn right. We've got four more to go. Uh, the next one is Wayne's World. Oh God. Do, do I think that? that's worse than Shaq Fu. Yeah, it is. But is it worse? Is than it Bill worse and than Bill and Ted? Oh, it was so shit. Both versions. We played the uh, NES and the Snare Slash Mega Drive versions, and they were both fucking shit. But, I'm like, putting it above Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted was, yeah. Bill and Ted was just broken. Like it made me angry. Bill and Ted, at how bad it was. It so, did. You went out and hit a child. I remember. I, yeah, I don't regret it either. Fuck him, little prick. <laughs> little, little little Billy from up the road. Right, we've got our our second um, modern retro style game in Guacamole Two. Now, I, I, it's very I, good for me, but I would situate this somewhere around. Dun, 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 dun. I'd say um, around Aladdin for me. Yeah, I was just thinking just below Aladdin. Yeah, I'm happy with that. It does a lot of amazing things, and by no means is Guacamole to, you know, a poor game by being middle of the road there, but it's, it, you know, pff, just look at the rest of the list. It's it's hard to yeah, fix exactly. it in anywhere else. So, uh, last two, penultimate game, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Well, wow. you want to put this right up. I do. I fucking love this game, but it's it's. N- I'm only saying that because of how much I personally loved it when it came mm-hmm. out. It, it's it's not a better game than a lot of. This is one where the sequel is going to be higher than the original. Yeah, it is, and in, in that case, it can't. I actually really be. see it around a similar place to what we've just done. Yeah, it can't be higher than a lot of these. I'd I say- would like. It's funny how good Aladdin is. Well, yeah, but Aladdin was amazing, how, wasn't it? If I put that as the benchmark, I don't know. If I can put Tony Hawk's higher than that. Mm. Yeah, and we're talking about the Mega Drive Aladdin mainly, but also the other two versions were mm. pretty good too. But I think I could put it between Aladdin and Guacamole too. Yeah, yeah, I think we can go with that. A straight up, when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 comes along, that would be higher than Grand Theft Auto for me. <sighs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 changed a lot. It took the formula yeah. in the first one and really refined it. Um, Yeah, agreed. And then, finally, <laughs> it's Final Fantasy. Oh man, what an impossible one to rank! We're going to piss people off if it goes too low, but it—I don't know where this fits for me because to me this is like it's—it's it's right around Metroid. It's so number ten, where that sits now. Number ten, because it's—it's just—it's so—it's on par with Metroid for me. As it, it starts this amazing thing, Are we, but yeah. it just doesn't—it just doesn't. 
It doesn't play well today. It doesn't hold up at all. There's too much grinding it's, going on. It's it was just it just doesn't hold up. Like the, the genre's developed now. But as so people... let's just go from there. Metroid higher or lower? Mm, I'm gonna say I, I think it has to go higher. Higher than Metroid, yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, then we look at Shovel Knight. It's not as good as Shovel Knight, is it? So I just it... not, is it? It just doesn't even do what it's trying to do as well as Shovel Knight does. No. Put it in at number um, ten. But then the funny thing is, what makes this list hard then is when you start going, right, okay, let's compare Final Fantasy to something higher up the list, like Donkey Kong Country. It probably would edge that out, but Donkey Kong Country beat Shovel Knight. It's really hard because this list, the way we're making it, we've got to stick to the rules of how we're making the list. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're always going to look at it down the line and go, oh, actually, would I swap that and that? But we can't now. It's fixed. This is it. This is the list. And But the great thing is, I am confident to say that Fazanadu is better than Final Fantasy as an RPG. I, I would wholly agree with that. It does everything better than Final Fantasy did. Okay, so we're going below Shovel Knight, above Metroid. Yeah, agreed. Well, that is it. That is the list. So we got... Mega Man is number one. Mm -hmm. Are you happy with that choice? I'm quite happy with that choice. I think so. I think objectively that was the best game we played. Yeah. It's the most, yeah, most complete. Number two is Doom, Mm -hmm. which is as fun to play today as it ever was. Indeed. Number three, Sonic the Hedgehog. Bit of a surprise for people, maybe. Could have gone two. Could have even gone one. But, yeah. Well, the interesting thing will be when we get Super Mario Brothers in here. Mm. Number four is Metal Gear. That's a, a bit of a surprise. Again, a surprise all round that game for the whole for the whole series. Number five is Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, makes sense to me. Number six is for Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Number seven is Mega Man 2. Okay. Number eight is Donkey Kong Country. Yep. Number nine is Shovel Knight. Number 10 is Final Fantasy. Number 11, Metroid. Number 12, Aladdin. Number 13, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Number 14, Guacamelee 2. Number 15, Super Mario Kart. Number 16, Pong. Number 17, Command and Conquer. 18 is Robocop vs. Terminator. 19 is Alex Kidd in Miracle World. 20 is Altered Beast. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker at 21. 22 is Bart vs. the Space Mutants. 23 is Shaq Fu. 24 is Wayne Worlds. And 25 is Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. I agree wholly with that list. I'm happy with it. I, I think the bottom of the list speaks for itself. Um, but yeah, tight at the top there. It was a really difficult decision on some of those. I'm glad we did that. Now, that was kind We're of gonna us. Publish that. We're going to publish that, aren't we, over the site? And then are we going to, going forward, discuss this at the end of every show? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, it's going to be a... Nice. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, it gives gives us a, uh, a benchmark now to go from... This was always going to be a long, a longer, uh, you know, section to fill out. Because it's the first time we've done it. And um, as Tom said, find that on the website over at happyhourgaming.net and keep in tra- uh, touch with, with where the games that we review end up. And more importantly, keep it real. <laughs> keep it real, bruv. <laughs> Moving swiftly on now to what's coming up in season three. I can't believe we're here. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, uh, as I explained at the top of the show, um, each season we pick out a series of games that we are going to review for the next season of the 8-Bit Shit Show. And we will have a healthy mix of 8-Bit, 16-Bit, modern retro, and everything else in between. Normally up to the sort of end of the PS1 slash N64 life cycle. So we won't really go beyond that. Um, and we've also said, we'll, as well as modern retro, we will have a modern game, possibly in each one. Exactly. So, and that means post PS One. 
but these are those are the sort of exceptions to the rule. We'll always throw some sort of curveballs in like that, but you know, it's our fucking show. We we'll do what we want. But um, no, it's like one day we're gonna we're gonna play Halo. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, it's an important game, and we're gonna do that. So let's announce the games for season three. We'll go through this and and sort of. I think we're going to talk about some of the ones that we're looking really forward to covering off, and, and maybe what we think the, the worst game of the season is going to be. Um, go for it, Tom. Take us through the list. Number one is Dark Souls. Oh wow, huge game to cover with. Like no, a weird one because Demon Souls started all this, but I suspect we will cover Demon Souls in our background discussions of this episode. Yeah, it'll have to be in there. Yeah, it's sure. going to be a long time before we get around to doing Demon Souls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if ever in reality, Dark Souls is the important one. And the other thing, Ad, is we've done a checkpoint season that is going to lead into our unplugged episode for this, where you've played eight hours of the game. Yeah, and I've done quite a lot in that eight hours as well. Um, so... You've rung the second bell of awakening. Yeah, pretty impressive that. Well, that, that actually fun. happened after the checkpoint season finished. That was on unplugged, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Then you fucking rage quit. <laughs> no, we were just we were just playing it on our Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think you'll go back for a bit more yet. I probably I needed a bit of a break from it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think what you're gonna do, because we've got to do an unplugged episode, which is gonna be a bit later on in the game. And I there's you've just opened a really important section of the game. You just have to get your way back there. So I suspect in two weeks you'll hit me up and you'll say, Tom, let's fucking do it. Let's go back. Well in my defense, got, can you feel it yet calling you back? I almost had a go at the, <laughs> the weekend. Because there's something about Dark Souls that gets under your skin. Well, yeah, because I... Okay, so to give some context, I'd just gone through what you described as the worst area of the game, Blight Town. And mm-hmm. it like it made, gave me fatigue going through that area. Like, genuinely, it's, like, it's shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a real... Te- like, it's a test of your humanity, in both in the, the nice. game world and real world. Yeah, but it really is. It's like... Yeah, stuck in this swamp underground where you haven't seen daylight for fucking six hours. Yeah, it was a drain. It was a, a real drain on the uh, the energy there. But I will. I think I will go back to it because I do want to know what goes, what happens next. I'm intrigued. So, and you'll get into my favorite bit of the game next. Yes. Okay. Like, so, as you can see, we've been playing this in advance of season three because we knew this was a big motherfucker of the game. We had to. We we absolutely had to. So. Look I'm glad one. to hear you say that, man. And I think you you don't need to beat this game, but like, it's not one we can play for a week and then talk about it because you need to experience that way that it gets under your skin and it calls you back and you think, you know what? I reckon I could fucking do that now. And you'll probably find that when you go back to Blindtown, you get out first time. Yeah. I think I come off the back of a long sort of couple of hours session and I was like really drained after beating the, the boss there and there. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's... um. That's bound to happen. So that's going to be a really interesting one to get into. Yeah, big opener. One of my favourite games of all time. Man, great, great show opener, uh, season opener. What's next? Pac-Man. Now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Spot on with the impression. Uh, now, episode two of the 8-Bit Shit Show has historically, for the first two seasons, been a game which has had historical importance in video gaming. Like... Pac-Man is, is undoubtedly got that level of influence and importance. So that's going to be an interesting one. Next up. What have we covered before that? We covered Pong and... Can't remember. What was season one? Uh, it was... Um... Oh, no, we didn't do it in season one. No, okay. we started it in season two. I thought that. 
Yeah, yeah, no, so you're right. That's what we decided moving forward. We're, we're looking at a proper old one. We, we covered Pong. We're looking at Pac-Man. And yeah. that's got... So we're going to play a bit of Pac-Man. I cannot fucking wait. I love playing Pac-Man. But we're also going to get to talk about all the wacky stories that came out of Japan, the, the, the people who are crazy about it and like <laughs> do the perfect runs and, and stuff yeah. like that. So this is going to be a fun look at the culture that surrounds gaming. For sure. Yeah. Number three, Tom. Dynamite Heady. Dynamite Heady. Dynamite Heady, yeah. A game from my childhood that's weird as all shit. So it's I'm not going to say very little, very little else. I'm not going to say anything. You have, have you even seen it? I've seen like the cover. But okay, well, I'm looking it. forward to doing the unplugged review when you first witness the oddity that is this game. Excellent. Look I can't. I can't it. believe it exists. It's completely absurd. <laughs> awesome. Nice. It's also. It's also. It's. It's. It's a good game. Okay. It's fun to play. Okay. Yeah. No. It's. It's a fun 16-bit platformer. That sounds right up my fucking street. I'm. I'm. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to say anything else because you're. I want to see your reaction when you see the hook that has that this game has. Awesome. Okay. It's super. It's super creepy and weird. Ah. Oh. I'm, I'm excited for that one now. That's that's really cool. Um, number four is uh, is worms. That's that speaks yeah, for itself. Like, what, what do you want to say about that? I mean, it's f- fantastic uh, turn based strategy game. Love. I love worms. worms. I have worms, <laughs> and you love them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> that's it. Worms is a great PC game from my childhood. Fuck yeah, that's going to be good. It's just a perpetually good concept. It is, and all the iterations have been nigh on the same since they were since the first yeah, except game. the 3d bullshit ones but yeah, yeah, yeah forget those they, they don't count but uh yeah gonna be good to dive into that what's number five yeah we're going into street fighter then so this is this is street fighter is the anomaly of the franchise because we're probably going to be like you can cover street fighter 2 to like five and they're all very much like three is a bit of an anomaly but two four and five are very similar yeah um and you're going to be talking about the characters and the different versions of the game because famously 2 has, you know, Street Fighter fucking hypo battery-powered dildo-inducer game. <laughs> like, it's... There's so many different, like, versions and bollocks. Street Fighter 1 was quite different. Yeah, yeah. It very much is, like, a completely different... A totally different kettle of fish to the rest of them. So yeah, so we're we're going to start that franchise off. But a lot, some of these, I start them off, and I think actually, what I really want to do is play Street Fighter Two. Let's <laughs> yeah. get this one out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can, I thought it was the, the the case with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, it was. But we have this thing of we we really want to go back to the origins. Um, where we and can. we're not always we're not always doing that. No, it's just where we can and where it's important to. Um, yeah. we'll also look at the film probably. Carly Minogue. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number Jean six. Claude Van Damme. Exactly. Number six. number six is Warcraft Orcs and Humans. Now, again, I wanted to play World of Warcraft. But we can't. But, no. Well, we could, but then would we ever go back to this afterwards? That's the thing. Warcraft Orcs and Humans, the first in the Warcraft RTS series. Never played it. You've played it. I'm keen. It's good. Well, I've played, I have played. I think I've played three more than I played this one. Three was really good. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to talk about the legacy of this, because where the fuck do you begin with that? Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be a really, really interesting one. Uh, obviously, in the vein of our Command and Conquer episode, um, number seven is one I don't know anything about, Tom. The Oregon. Yeah, this is the Oregon Trail. So this is a very, very old um, adventure game. That now I think this was. I don't know what it was originally released on. Uh, let me have a look. Let me have a look. It's is it? It's like so, a. It's, what it's is based like on the real Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. And you go out. You're going out on this this journey to 
yeah, along the Oregon Trail. Thanks. So it was released. Man, you can tell we haven't we haven't started doing the research of this. So where are we? It sounds like an interesting concept. Like first release, I think it was on like loads of stuff like the on the Atari, basically. And right, okay. And, uh, here we okay. go. Platform. It start. It starts in 1971 on the HP 2100. Wow. It moves on to the Apple II, and then on the Atari 8-bit Commodore 64, DOS, Macintosh, Windows, the DS, then Windows Phone, then the Wii, then the 3DS. Jesus, this has uh, got and then legs. An original handheld device in 2018, sold by Target. Wow. Okay. So th- this game has seen some freaking. So it's a pro- yeah eras. It is an important retro game. Yeah, well, it's more so than I would have expected, and wow. more times than you would expect, you will die of dysentery. Oh God, <laughs> that's not a good way to go, is it? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is uh, well, an all-time classic. Streets of Rage. <sighs> what can we say about Streets of Rage? We- we've just played. All through- I can say about it is every time you start, you'll accidentally call the backup and use your special attack. Immediately. <laughs> yep. Is it C or is it A? I can't remember. I'll find out when I play it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's actually on Streets of Rage Four. There was a trophy. If you like use your special move within the like immediate start of the level, it gives you a trophy that says, "What does that button do?" Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a great nod. Brilliant. <laughs> Class. Uh, okay, number nine. Excite bike. Cyberbike, little yeah, little motocross game on the NES. Very, very popular. One of the black box NES games internally developed by Nintendo and well remembered, well loved. It's one we've got to talk about. Excellent. Moving swiftly on to number ten. This is uh, an interesting curveball that we've thrown into the season. Uh, we're looking at yeah, Portal. we're playing yeah, Portal. Man, I fucking love Portal. When, when we came up with this list, we're a little meeting because that's what we do here at Happy Hour Game. We take things seriously. We got into our virtual boardroom. We had a meeting. We said, should we play Portal? We said, yes. And then after the meeting, I played Portal. <laughs> because I was so stoked to go back and play. I just sat there and played through it until like 1am. Amazing. I was fucking tired the next day. Save your Portal. thoughts great. On, uh, on how you found that. Uh, yeah, no, of course um, I will. But it's, it's well, we all know it's great. Like it's, it's undeniably a fucking brilliant game. Like this, it's like it was so left field when it came out. But we will we'll dive into all of that when we cover it on the show. But um, looking forward to that one. Here's an interesting one as well, Tom. Yeah. One you've been playing recently. Yeah. Um, Cyber Shadow, modern retro game, published by Yacht Club, who obviously published Shovel Knight, and developed by One Man Studio, uh, which I can't remember the name of, Machine Head Games or something like that. I can't remember, but again, you'll find out on the show, so it's, it's no biggie that you don't Yeah, know cool it. little Ninja Gaiden-inspired side-scroller. And then here's our sort of movie tie-in, or TV tie-in game. Here's the one that clearly I think is going to be the worst of the season i think it's quite sensible to say yes it will be beavis and butthead the game <laughs> yeah baby i'm expecting some fucking good jokes in this though so- yeah i am and also i used to have a worse game than that i had a beavis and butthead spin-off called hockaloogie oh i remember that and you just gob off the top of the school onto people that were walking past i played that at your house as a kid <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh man! In so bad... I bet it won't be as bad as that, and I bet we never cover that game. I would hope not. It was shit. And then we round out series three. Uh, a game with... I've never heard of. Something about some plumbers, Italian plumbers. I can't remember the name of it. Some but... Italian bummers. <laughs> I don't think that was what their legacy Jesus, was, just man. <laughs> a pair of Italian bummers. <laughs> Mario and Luigi, the Super Mario bums. Uh, yeah, Super Mario Bros. should be good. I've heard a lot of yeah, good things. Heard a lot of good things about that one. What a way to round it out. What a way to round it out. I can't wait to play through that again. I play through that all the time. We've been a bit I, love it. I always jump into Mario. 
we've been a bit unfair with the show. Like it should have been on season one or two, really. But uh, I don't think so. No, got to save some of it, yeah. Suppose, suppose so. Otherwise, we get to season five, and we'll just be playing Hockaloogie, and there'll be nothing else, <laughs> nothing left to do. And that's the essence of the show, really. We try and mix it up and, and bring you some good mixed in with the not so good, mixed in with the absolutely atrocious, just to give a broad spectrum of, of different types of games from yesteryear. So it's going to be a of course. Thing. If you if you want us to play Hockaloogie, you can go over to Patreon and nominate the game. Yeah, buy us a beer, and we'll we'll have to play it. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll hock a loogie for you. Yeah, absolutely. That's season three. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really, really good. Um, it's going to kick off in what about six weeks from now? Uh, six, eight weeks. I think eight, eight weeks. So eight no, weeks. nine weeks. But eight weeks till unplug because we have eight weeks of checkpoint. Yes, we do. Yep. And then we're going to have the unplugged episode of Dark Souls, and then which is will... going to be you laying waste to the final boss. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Solo. And uh, yeah, then and we'll then, kick off. Yeah, and we'll kick off with our Dark Souls review, which will be an amazing episode, I'm sure. Oh yeah! So that is it. That is the after party uh, rounded up. Um, we've got a little bit of housekeeping to do at the end of the show uh, because we do have some other exciting things going on in the Happy Hour Gaming Network at the moment. And very relevant to that eight bit shit show, we are going to be running uh, a festival of gaming at Happy Hour. Yeah, Game. we're hosting a stage at the Happy Hour Happy Hours Festival, aren't we? We are. Yeah. It's going to be really good. So we've got a, a whole host of games that we're going to bring into you, um, some of which you've seen on the show already, and some of which you won't have seen but may see in the future. Um, and that is going to be taking place on the 13th and 14th of March, 2021. It's called Lock-In Festival, and it's going to be an aid of comic relief. So, And I'll be shouting this out every single week from now until then on the Happy Hour Gaming podcast. Absolutely. And, and it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal lineup of, of gaming, fun, us probably drinking a few beers. Just imagine going to the best rock show you've ever been to, but all your bands are replaced with me and Ad. What more do you want? <laughs> so keep an eye out on the Twitter pages at Happy Gaming Out and at Eight Bit Shit Show, and you'll get the full lineup and announcement details over there. Um, but it's going to be headliners. A, a banger. The headliners Ad headliner for Saturday night. Go on, Final Fantasy VII. That's a huge game to be. Wow. And the head headliner for Sunday night is Portal. There you go. So you just heard that that's going to come up on season three. So. We're going to be, uh, yeah, diving into that on the festival. It's going to be amazing. So yeah, yeah, we're going to be over on Twitch, and then Damon and Ken are going to be on in the Discord lounge, um, playing some less interesting stuff like NBA Jam. You say less interesting. I'm sure it'll still be a <laughs> that's that's harsh. Come and watch us instead, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's time to choose. Yeah, choose your loyalty. me and Ad or that Irish twat. <laughs> It's fine. He doesn't listen to this show. It's, it's no problem. He actually he actually listened to last week's. Yeah, but that's because he had a vested interest in guacamole. Not last yeah. week's. That was a couple of weeks ago. But uh, well, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, we got one more announcement, Tom. I'm going to hand over to you for this. Um, what is it? <laughs> we're moving. Which, oh, is this the? Oh, yeah. Okay. So th- this is the thing. We're we're moving the RSS feed of this podcast. Yeah, I expect our listener numbers to just fucking fall off a cliff when we do this. But we, yeah. this has always been wrapped up in the Happy Hour Gaming feed. What we want to do, we've got three SKUs to Happy Hour Gaming. We've got Happy Hour Gaming and After, and After Hours, which is our current affairs and deep topic gaming section of the news show. We have our movie shit, which is 610 Club and Now Bloodlines. Yeah. And then we have that 8-bit shit show. And we think that 8-bit shit show deserves its own feed. So you can get just this show if you don't want to listen to Ken. <laughs> specifically if you don't want to listen to Ken. Yeah, if you specifically think this feed has too much Sinn Féin, too much Ulster Union Party, 
we're going to just listen to the happy hour game to the ABS show and it also means if you do like listening to ken you won't get this show in your feed anymore <laughs> yeah so it's win-win for everybody i think yeah and of course you could subscribe to both and be a darling yeah well join us over on uh, happyhourgaming.net uh, to get links to all of the different shows and um, yeah we'll be linking it in there and the the happy hour the um ABS show twitter page yeah will be linking from there as well all info is going to be on on our socials and on our website so check that out um also head over to patreon.com forward slash happier gaming as tom said buy us a beer and you can get more involved with us on the show and you know suggest games for us to play and and chat to us head over to our discord and, and come and get involved but uh yeah it's been a it's been a fantastic couple of seasons so far i've really enjoyed it man and uh looking forward to the next one tom well good because i don't know why <laughs> Good. I'll catch you for season three, and thank you very much for listening, everyone. We've got our beers. We've got everything we need to produce this show. So let's get cracking. Uh, I just uh, raged into the room with uh, with a beer and a beer and no clothes on, Mister Needle Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I used to find him intimidating with his big ball. Maybe that's why Dick Arm came about. <laughs> dick Arm. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, enough about nicknames. Let's get on to more. Your mum's nickname was Dirty Brenda. No, <laughs> <laughs> it fucking wasn't. Stop bringing my mum into this. If you ask Dirty Jan or Dirty Brenda, do you know Pong? They're going to be like, yep. <laughs> Such a great name. Well, out of heaven, yeah, it is, isn't it? Out of heaven, you got Foxhound and Big Boss and Solid Snake and, like, man, it's so cool. As a last resort, the Federation decides to send a lone boner hunter to, pe- <laughs> to, pe- to penetrate. <laughs> oh, man, I must have changed that. Oh, do you think? <laughs> I think it was a bounty hunter yeah. to penetrate the pirate space and destroy the mother brain. <laughs> oh, don't spit your beer out, man. That traumatised me so much as a kid. If I got to two seconds and I wasn't near a bubble, I would turn my fucking mega drive off. Sega fucked him like good and then left. <laughs> just left. They left Nintendo face down on the bed. It's just pure adrenaline fueled fun. He was tired of being one step behind Dr. Light and constructed a secret robot factory in the Pacific, as you do when you're studying a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> With his spare cash. 1999, possibly the best year in history, 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 history.